You're listening to episode number 42 of Radical Shift, the simple tactic that will get you whatever you want. So as we are facing another level of negotiation, whether you're negotiating for time off or negotiating for a new job or negotiating with a loved one, a child or a spouse, you are going to love this episode because getting your way is easier if you come to yes first. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that we have this time together. Now, in this episode, I want to give you two things. The first thing is how to deal with the increased anxiety, the increased stress that we're all feeling on a day-to-day basis. This is not your um, diagnosed anxiety, but this is day-to-day anxiety and increased cortisol levels, increased fight or flight emotions. I'm going to share what you can do immediately to reduce that stress. The second thing I want to give you in this podcast is a technique that will help you with negotiations. So I'm going to share why you need to know that in a little bit. But first, let's just talk about the day-to-day stress. I really want to get this to you straight away in case you don't have the chance to listen to the entirety of this episode. But I really stress or emphasize that you should listen to it because both of these gifts that I'm giving you today will help you out right now. Now, number one the stress. I've spoken to a number of my friends, um, ones that I haven't talked to in years, and also ones that I usually see on a day-to-day basis. And I can feel the anxiety. I can hear the stress in their voice and also with the stories that they're telling me. So um, these people are at home, many of them with children, many of them holding down their jobs now remotely while teaching, while doing all the other things. And it's it's getting on their nerves. They can't get out. They're locked at home with just their immediate family. And it's, it's grating on them. They're losing sleep. They are uh, getting headaches. They are losing their temper with their spouses. Um, in fact, there are some marriages breaking down that I have spoken to with friends. And this is what I want to give you to help you out immediately. So number one, try to make it a point every day, if you can, to get out for a walk, a 20-minute walk. Try to at least get some vitamin D, get some fresh air, and get out for a walk. Because a 20-minute walk will increase the endorphins in your mind and will alleviate that stress equivalent to taking an antidepressant. So do that every single day. And here's how you set yourself up to win at doing that every day. You just put your shoes out in a place where you can see them, put all your gear out where you can see them 
and schedule it into your day. So I personally do it every morning. And then thankfully, I have my little five-year-old nagging at me by the end of the day that he and I are going to go on a walk. And we have now started to do it as a family. And it has drastically helped during this situation. Now, if you cannot get out to walk, at least see if you can get out and get a little bit of fresh air and some vitamin D at a very minimum. So turn off the screens, turn off the news and get some fresh air. The other thing, which I hope you can make it a habit is to, at the end of the day, focus on all the things that are happening well in your day. So of course I'm bang on and on and on about keeping your gratitude journal. I've created the gratitude app and you can download that at thegratitudeapp.com. But here's the thing. As we are stuck in Groundhog's Day at the end of the day, I'm wondering what the heck am I going to put in my gratitude journal? Because today feels just like yesterday. But the incredible thing is, is that I am finding more and more things to put in my journal because it isn't like yesterday. It isn't even like last month. It is so different. And I am so grateful for so many things at a deeper level right now that I didn't that I just took for granted a month ago. So have a journal ready or get the app or whatever it like scrap pieces of paper, but just write down every single day the things that are good. And then the last thing is to find at least five minutes a day and just sit in silence. Sit in peace and quiet. I don't care if you have to go in the garage and crawl in your car in the back seat and hide out there for five minutes. Do it. Hide and get some silence. Turn off the screens, turn off the noise, and just relax. Because when your cortisol is high and you're in this fight or flight mode, you are actually ruining your your immune system. Your immune system is getting broken down and you're more susceptible to disease. And, you know, people talk about the economy recovering. I feel like it's a mental health that is going to really struggle over the long run. All right, now let's pivot and let's talk about getting your way. So um, it was many years ago, if you don't know my backstory, or if you're just tuning in now, I had an MBA, I still do. Okay. But after I graduated with my MBA, and I spoke multiple languages, I had worked at the Pentagon. And yet, I was living out of my car. I had a little red Chevy um, and I was living out of it. Everything was in that car. And every now and again, I would couch surf and I worked odd jobs to pay for a little bit of food and gas. But most of all, I just lived out of that car. And the reason that I lived out of that car, even with a gleaming resume, healthy economy, all these other things, was because I learned how to program. I learned how to speak multiple languages. I learned how to be the grunt worker, but I did not learn how to negotiate. And right now, as we are dealing with loved ones on a totally different level, or while we're looking for new jobs, I know many of my loved ones are looking for new jobs right now, or just trying to keep existing clients on board. Um, Negotiation is 
absolutely critical because it is not law of attraction. I'm going to visualize on all this money. I'm going to hold the stone. I'm going to have it posted on a vision board. It is about who can negotiate the best. Negotiation skills are absolutely critical. Now, before you say, I don't need that in my job, you are constantly trying to sell somebody, especially yourself. You are constantly selling, whether you're trying to sell your kid into getting dressed or a spouse into helping out or something of some regard, you are in a constant selling mode. No, nobody on this planet ever goes without selling. Okay. So learning the skills of selling is absolutely essential, but there's this one skill of selling that I dug out of the closet that I started using more and more because as we go through this change, I've had to dig deeper, not only into my mental strength, but also in my tool chest of skills that are techniques that I've learned over the years that I haven't used. And this is one of them. This is really super powerful. So this technique is all about getting to a yes. Okay, so regardless of who you're negotiating with, at the end of the day, the reason you're negotiating is you want to get to a yes with both parties. Okay, you want both parties to feel like they agree on something. And the easiest way to get to a yes is by you agreeing first. Okay, so how's it, how does this work? Let's say that your kid wants to do some screen time and they have homework to do. And you agree, they're asking you for the screen. You agree, yes, you can have the screen. Absolutely, I am going to give you that screen. I really know how much you enjoy that screen. You acknowledge them in their request first. Then you pivot. You say, I would love to give you that screen and I will do that, not but, but you say, and I will do that when the homework is complete. How much homework do we think we can get done before we can have screen time? Let's say you and your partner are negotiating over what movie to watch. Your partner wants to watch something scary, horrific, and you just can't even barely stand Downton Abbey as horror, right? And so how do you get your partner to come across the room and watch this softer show with you? Maybe your partner's into the Tiger King or whatever that Tiger movie is, and you don't want to watch anything like that. You agree. Yes, I know how much you love horrific. I know how much you love suspense. Let's do it. How about we have a nice dinner first? And in that time, when you give that space between the yes and the actual doing, you're creating more room to have a conversation. Okay, so here's another way of looking at it today or yesterday, I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine. And we were talking about how our state is the only state that has not enforced all staying at home. It's the only one. People are advised to stay at home, but they don't have to stay at home. And this friend, in absolute agreement, this should happen. We should be able to go out because our economy is most important. And I had a different stance. And regardless of who was right or who was wrong, we both could be wrong. We both could be right. It does not matter. But the first thing I did was absolutely agree with her 
that the economy is important. Because what happens if I would have disagreed and said, absolutely not, the economy is not important, lives are more important, she would put up her guard and her mind would shut down. Because our minds are programmed over the years with filters to let in what we believe is truthful and to let out what we believe is false. And her program, her RAS, it's called the Reticulator Activating System, has been programmed differently than mine. So had I said, absolutely not, you're wrong, she would have shut down. And she would not have listened to anything else I would have said. So I agree with her first, and then I share my ideas and thoughts. And then she is more open to them. So as you're going through your day, I give you this challenge. How many times throughout the day can you switch a no to a yes? How many times can you say yes to people instead of no? And see how much that switches your day around to getting what you want in the long run. So as you're negotiating, and maybe you're negotiating with an employer to stay home, and the employer's saying, no, you better come in, and you're going, yes, I think that's really important that I'm there. Would it be okay if I just stay home for one more day? Right? You can always pivot and change it. So can you use yes and be the first one to come to that yes in a negotiation and then down the road, get what you want to have in the long run. So I challenge you to do this for 24 hours. See if you can say yes to everything and see how that pivots. And also get out for a walk, keep your gratitude journal and sit in silence every single day. All right, rock stars. Until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, Be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.